This is Under Understood. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, Billy. Hi, Billy. So I've asked you all to purchase something before we record today. Did you guys all get it? Yes. Got it right here. And what is it? We've each got a box of Captain Crunch. Crunchitize me, Captain. Crunchitize! Welcome to my house! All I want to do is jump and crunch! Okay, thank you all for doing the homework assignment. You're welcome. Thank no, you. No, thank you. Yeah. When's the last time each of you had Captain Crunch? I'm not sure I've ever had Captain Crunch. What? I think it's probably been at least 20 years, maybe 15 years. No way. Yeah. It's it's probably been f- like five years for me. Okay, well, for me, it's definitely less than a year, but <laughs> I just want you all to go ahead now and open it up and pour yourself some Cap'n Crunch. Oh, I don't have a bowl. I don't have a bowl either. Wow. Okay, guys. I have a bowl. I have a bowl. I have a spoon. I also have, I have a half gallon of milk in front of me. Of real milk? Like dairy milk? Of dairy milk. Oh, my God. You guys. Are we supposed to eat it? Yeah, go ahead. Eat, get, pop, pop some crunch. It's so good. It's I'm going to pour some milk on mine. Hang oh, on. Oh, it's so good. Oh, my God. So, John and Regina, you both have had it before. Yep. Is it how you remember it as a child? More or less, yes. Does it seem smaller? Um. Well, well, wait. Hmm. It seems smaller, and it also... I think I remember Captain Crunch as a kid, like leaving more of a film in my mouth. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I feel like my mouth used to hurt after or something. So this is actually a known phenomenon. It's called Captain Crunch Mouth. Mm-hmm. What? Captain Crunch Mouth is definitely a thing. I didn't know that. But you're saying you're not experiencing much of that. No. And what was the other thing you said? It's smaller. Okay, interesting. These are both very interesting observations. And just to be clear, I didn't prompt you with anything, right? No. All I said was buy some Cap'n Crunch. Yeah. Is this a mind illusion? As you three know, one of our most popular episodes started with a question from my sister. Uh-huh. The 9-11 photo story. So I've been bugging her a lot since, like just asking her, does she have any other questions that maybe she can't find the answer to on the internet that could be used on a podcast. (laughs) I'm desperate for ideas. (laughs) Well, exactly. I mean, as the younger sibling, I'm kind of an expert at taking her ideas and receiving all of the attention for them. Mm. And the other day, she finally texted me and she said, I have something. It has to do with Cap'n Crunch. And it came from her husband, Pete. Okay, so, so I'm 33 and I've never had Captain Crunch until roughly a month ago. Uh, when Wait, we you've never you've never had what? Captain Crunch. I'm sorry. You mean Captain Crunch? Captain Captain Crunch. Okay. So we were watching a Try Guys video the other day, a couple weeks ago, and they were reviewing like all the different types of cereals from from best to worst. They were ranking them. Good morning, kids. It's me, Eugene the Tiger. And in this episode of The Ranking, we are ranking cereal. The Try Guys, of course, are the viral YouTube stars, formerly of BuzzFeed. You guys know the Try Guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Eugene from the Try Guys ranked Cap'n Crunch as the number two cereal out of the 23 that he tried. Behind what? Cinnamon Toast Crunch was number one. Mm, strong first choice. Cap'n Crunch number two. Cinnamon Toast Crunch number one. But Pete had never had... Captain Crunch, much like you, Adrian. And we're the same age. There you go. So the next time Lisa and Pete were at the grocery store, 
they picked some up. I sort of had expected Captain Crunch to be the same size as other cereals. I sort of thought it would be the same size as like a frosted mini wheat, sort of like standard cereal size. Oh, I don't know. I just when you look in the box, it's like it's like a rectangular shape. And so I, I imagine that one Captain Crunch would fit in a spoon comfortably. But imagine my shock when I opened the Captain Crunch to discover that it was about a quarter of the size I expected it to be. Okay. We eat a lot of peanut butter puffins. <laughs> okay. Have you ever had a peanut butter puffin before? Yeah, it's like uh, the yuppie Captain Crunch. Yeah, that's the exact size that I thought Captain Crunch was going to be. I thought Captain Crunch was going to be both the size and texture of a peanut butter puffin. Well, hang on. And it is not. Sorry, yeah, you'd like to jump in here? Yeah, hang on. Yeah, I'm looking at the box. Yeah, it shows a spoon full of them. Yeah, and next to that spoon, right next to it, it says enlarged to show texture. Well, sure, but who reads the fine print? The peanut butter puffin box has a spoon on it, and there are two peanut butter puffins in it. So that suggests that the peanut butter puffin is twice as large as the mm. Captain Crunch unit. I, we could analyze that further. I, I think it's actually much bigger than a piece of Captain Crunch. Really? Yeah. But anyway, Pete wouldn't stop talking about this. It's, it's a square, and you would think based on... And the image on the box we looked at earlier, I, I think he's fitting... Like, it definitely looks bigger on the box in the spoon than it, than it is in your hand or, or in your real-life spoon. Well, he is like a little cartoon man. Yeah, I, I know, but... Still. So that's not the question I'm trying to answer here, obviously. Pete thought Captain Crunch was going to be more like the cereal he normally buys at Trader Joe's, and it was not. Nothing strange there. But then my sister had some. So I ate a lot of Captain Crunch as a kid. <laughs> you mean Captain Crunch? I'm pretty sure it's still pronounced Captain Crunch, despite the apostrophe. Okay, well, I'll research that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, at first I made fun of him for thinking it would be so big, but... The more I was eating it, the more it did seem kind of small to me, too. It just it kind of seemed like a slightly mini version of what I remembered it to be. Um, and I remember it being kind of like, um, I don't know, more mouth hurty. Oh, really? You didn't have the mouth, the mouth pain? No. We're, we're about halfway through our box, and it has not scratched my mouth yet. So Lisa logs on to Google, and she searches for this. And suddenly she finds that it's not just her and Pete saying that Captain Crunch is now smaller and less abrasive. And it seemed like a lot of people on the internet agreed that Captain Crunch is definitely smaller, but I couldn't find anybody that had any actual sources to back it up. Is this just that thing where things that you see as an adult seem smaller than they did when you were a kid because you were smaller? It's possible. But this is definitely very much a thing specifically with Captain Crunch. So I did what she did. And I started looking on the internet. I found a lot of tweets. I'm seeing some now too. Yeah. Here's one. The Sammy Joe Show says, A very serious question. Did Captain Crunch pieces get smaller or did I get bigger? <laughs> MRAV51 says, Is it just me or has Captain Crunch gotten smaller through the years? Hashtag things you remember. Autumn Roguki, my brother literally just barged into the room to tell me that they made pieces of Captain Crunch smaller. Bagel Tony, we noticed recently we think they made Captain Crunch smaller, so it doesn't tear the roof up quite as much as it used to. <laughs> the roof. Did Captain Crunch get smaller or did I get bigger? Do you see that? Do you see all these people saying this? Like, what is happening here? It seems like they made it smaller and people noticed. It seems like a trend. Exactly. And Lisa and Pete seem to think so too. And it was surprising to me that they 
came to me with this mystery because they're both extremely technically savvy and thorough. One thing, just kind of as an aside, since we were talking about Serial and we were talking about like what Pete watches on YouTube and what podcasts he listens to, he mentioned the McElroy brothers who do My Brother and My Brother and Me. You guys know them, of course. Yes, of course. I think we all listen to it. Yes. Well, they're big fans of theirs. And I just want to include as an example of the lengths they'll go to to solve a problem that they encounter online. One thing they said about their dedication to the McElroy brothers. I mean, I even spun up a VM recently so that I can monitor their, their uh, McElroy.family webpage for, for updates so that I can buy tickets <laughs> to their next tour as soon as they're posted. <laughs> so I spun up a Linode VM. Um, it's only like half working, but it's, it's almost there. Wait, really? Yes, really. Do you know of anyone else who has done this? I hope not, because they'll get tickets before I do. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hearing this, I'm actually kind of surprised that they weren't able to find the answer to this themselves. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm surprised Pete hasn't built a bot or something to track the size of Captain Crunch over time. Yeah, so I guess it's up to us. It's up to me to solve this mystery. So, I want to know. Has Captain Crunch changed? Is it less abrasive? But specifically, has it gotten any smaller? Who makes Captain Crunch? The Captain. Yeah, the Captain. Oh. We gotta talk to the Captain. No, it's it's actually made by the Quaker Oats Company, which is owned by PepsiCo. Anyway, I think we actually play out with Pete <laughs> just complaining into the void about the size of Captain Crunch. <laughs> I mean, Billy, it's ridiculous. The size of Captain Crunch is ridiculous, if we're being honest. It's so small. Billy, it's so small. I mean, I get it's the size of like a Cheerio, but but it's the shape of a rectangle. It should be the same size as, as Frosted Mini Wheat. I mean, that's what it looks like. Because if anything, we should be suing them for false advertising. I mean, can we can we all agree, though? Do you, Billy, do you think that Captain Crunch is a small cereal for what, for what it is? Uh, like, like I feel, I don't have a box of kicks in front of me, but I feel like even a single kicks is, is larger than, than a single Cap'n Crunch. And, and that, that seems ridiculous. Kicks Coming up, small. Billy Captain gets Crunch to the bottom of the bowl. You know what, actually, Billy, have you had Puffins recently? No. Puffins really tear, tear the, the crap out of my mouth. Hello, friends. Hi. Hello, Billy. What's up? It's been about a week since we last spoke, I think. And let me just say, I am up to my eyeballs in Captain Crunch knowledge. <laughs> so, gross. In trying to track down this mystery, the first thing I did, obviously, was try to go straight to the Captain. I went on Captain Crunch's website, and at the very bottom, they have an 800 number. They actually have this number on the box, too. Oh, really? Mm hmm. Great. Well, I called that number. Oh, I should explain. I am just calling customer service. I didn't ask for permission to record them because I knew they would say no. <laughs> I just recorded my end, uh, and I've replaced their voices with the voice of the teacher from Charles Schultz's Peanuts. Ah. <laughs> the only logical way to do it. <laughs> Hi, um, my name is Billy. I just had a question about the size of Captain Crunch. Would you maybe be able to help me with that? I'm trying to figure out if Captain Crunch has changed sizes ever in its history. 
uh, specifically if it's smaller than it used to be. The, the the individual pieces of the cereal. Okay, no problem. Thank you very much. She put you on hold. Okay, yeah. So at this point, she put me on hold. I should also explain this isn't their hold music. Their hold music was some kind of, it sort of sounded like uh, Huey Lewis or something. Yeah, we don't have the money for that. Right, we couldn't afford Huey Lewis, so I paid $5 for this track on audiojungle.net. Anyway, when she comes back, she explains that her system isn't showing that there has been any change to the size of the cereal. What What system is is that? Like, where would that be logged in a customer support system? (laughs) I don't know. And so I tried to get to the bottom of this. (laughs) Let me check the back end. Oh, really? So you're able to go and, and look back into the history of the size of the cereal? Oh, interesting. Uh, how how far back are you able to look, if you don't mind me asking? I started to ask a lot of questions, and I think the person on the other end started to get suspicious. Like maybe you were calling from a rival cereal brand? Maybe. Or maybe you were recording the call. <laughs> right. Yeah, they were just like, why are you asking so many questions? Do you get this a lot, Billy? What, why am I asking so many questions? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ever, since, ever since I was little. <laughs> yeah, I'm a reporter. I'm working on a story. Uh-oh. Now you get the press team. Yeah, so as soon as I reveal that, I'm put back on hold. And when she returns, I'm stonewalled. So she takes my info... She gives me an email address and she says that all media questions are handled via that specific email and I have to reach out to them. Seems discriminatory. I know. It's a very hostile time to be a journalist. So I'm suspicious that this is going to be fruitful, but I email the address anyway, but I'm instantly sort of feeling impatient. I know this is going to take a while. So I decide to call the 800 number back from a different phone. It's the same person. (laughs) Well, I didn't know if it was the same person. I was unsure. And I got worried. Like, what if it was the same person? What if they recognized my voice? So I kind of just panicked and I put a little twang on my voice. Oh, God. Oh, no. Hi, yes. Um, I had a question about Captain Crunch. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you. Appreciate you. Um, I, I was just wow. wondering how far back you could go in terms of oh God, if you had the ability to see the history of Captain Crunch and perhaps if it's changed. It's, it's like Billy went back with wearing a fake mustache. Right, exactly. I'm pretty sure it was a different person. They basically say, it didn't change. You shouldn't have noticed it getting smaller. But then they say, at least not in the last several years, Mm. which is how far back whatever kind of system they're using as a reference uh, is able to go back. What is this system? 
They have some kind of database they can look up basic questions, it seems like. But I can't get them to confirm how far back customer support can look into product changes specifically. But the person does offer me this. Apparently in 2017, according to them, Cap'n Crunch stopped using hydrogenated oils. And when I asked why, they said it was to improve the product based on feedback from customers. <laughs> the customers were like, you know what, this thing, there's just too much hydrogenated oils in this thing. Wait, could I hear you say hydrogenated oil in your accent? Hydrogenated oils. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. Well, you can just pull that up on command, huh? Let's just, can, <laughs> let's just you know, it, it, I slip into it pretty easily. Great. Anyway, we continued on. Okay. So if if people think it's it's become smaller, that seems to maybe be a misunderstanding then. So she starts to say that maybe it's a perceptive thing and it just seems larger when you're a kid. Um, okay. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to help me out. <laughs> so I got an answer, but it wasn't an official answer. And I don't know if I can trust it. I don't know how far back this mysterious system goes. You know, Quaker wasn't bought by PepsiCo until 2001. And once I go through the official channels to get an answer, it's kind of crickets. Days go by, I haven't heard anything. So it's pretty clear at this point, I need to take matters into my own hands. Step one, obtain a vintage box of Cap'n Crunch. I search on eBay, on Craigslist. I venture into serial enthusiast message boards. Nowhere can I find an old box of Cap'n Crunch with the cereal still in it. There's plenty of vintage boxes on eBay, but none of them have the cereal. It turns out most collectors, they might display a small portion of their collection. But usually if they have a big collection, the rest are flattened and stored away, sort of like comic books. But there has to be someone who has done something like this before that can give me advice. There has to be someone who has taken an old version of a food product and compared it to the present day version. And I found that person. His name is Jason Liebig, and he's a candy expert. What? What? That doesn't seem the same. There's sugar. I mean... Hold on, it's ringing. Hello. Hello? Yeah, Billy? So Jason runs the incredibly comprehensive website collectingcandy.com. He knows a lot about candy. These days, I'm a confectionery historian and I pundit. Uh, I'm sort of the arbiter of candy history. I-, I didn't tell him what the question was about before calling him, so I shifted the conversation towards Cap'n Crunch. How familiar would you say you are with Cap'n Crunch? It's for me, for a guy who's really into the brand history of things. It's a, it's pretty good to chew on. It's nice, you know. You can definitely bite into some Cap'n Crunch history. Uh, when would you say is the last time you bit into actual Cap'n Crunch? Uh, yesterday morning, I had the Cotton Candy Crunch. Yeah. Oh, okay. Whoa. Um, so it's fair to say you, you have it frequently. You're pretty familiar uh, with it. I wouldn't say, you know, I wouldn't say I have it frequently necessarily. It's funny that you guys laugh at the cotton candy thing because he was so passionate about cotton candy flavoring. <laughs> so he's been hanging on to boxes of the special edition cotton candy Cap'n Crunch. But the problem is that all the special flavors of Cap'n Crunch are the ball shape like the berries. They don't make the classic 
pillow shape in any special flavor. Oh, weird. Those are very streamlined. It's just classic Cap'n Crunch if you want it in that shape and texture. Wait, is peanut butter crunch not the pillows? No. Huh. And both peanut butter Cap'n Crunch and Crunch Berries come in an XL variety, which Quaker's customer support had pointed out to me earlier. But in those cereals, they only ever enlarge the round pieces. So that's not related to our mystery. Cotton candy Cap'n Crunch isn't related to our mystery. And peanut butter Cap'n Crunch isn't related to our mystery because it's always round. Like Jupiter? What? Were you you're just supplying Jupiter as a point of reference for round things? No. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's round like Jupiter. <laughs> Wait, John, didn't you just say something about Jupiter? No. Why? No, I thought you said I thought you were saying like even the like Jupiter like special You said even the peanut crunch. butter one. Oh, I thought you said Jupiter. <laughs> there is a special edition called Cosmic Crunch which is a fan favorite. So Okay. Again, Special flavors don't come in the classic pillow shape. So I try to direct the conversation back towards that. So my question actually pertains to the pillow shape, sort of classic Captain sure, Crunch. Sure, okay, yeah, yeah, by all means, yeah. When would you say this is the last time you've had that? Um, that was this week. Yeah, I had it this week because my last bowl of Cotton Candy Crunch was a little low, and I actually topped it off with regular Captain Crunch. Okay, Jason, well, you told me that you don't have it frequently, but you've had it within the last week. So I think, I think by most people's standards, that's relatively frequently. Point made. Is this man okay? I'm worried for him. I promise you he is very well. He has an Instagram. You can follow it. I thought you were about to say he has insulin. (laughs) (laughs) He's been hoarding packages of cotton candy flavored insulin. No, he has Instagram. He's on Instagram. You can follow him. He seems very delightful. Anyway, so I ask him, has Captain Crunch cereal changed? Are the pieces smaller? Are they less scratchy? So I don't know for sure. Um, Do I think it's possible? Yes, it's absolutely possible. Um, I will say this. As sort of the guy for candy, um, I get a lot of people say, ah, these candy bars have shrunk, and oh, these Reese's Peanut Butter Cups have shrunk. Um, I do think there is a psychological tendency uh, in memory to think that things were bigger when we were kids. Not saying that people don't shrink things down, um, because that also occurs. So Jason isn't just speaking generally here. He actually has specific experience with this. It turns out that Jason actually has directly compared products like this before. Uh, You know, I did an article once where I had all these unopened bars of things from 1980. And I literally opened up like a a Snickers bar from 1980, a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup from 1980. And I did them side by side comparisons and they were the same size. Myth busted. Yeah. But it's not always that way. Jason said that he did a similar test on crispy M&Ms and found that they had changed and are generally smaller now. And there are plenty of other well-documented examples of popular food products changing their size. Doritos rounded off the corners of the tortillas, right? To make them safer to eat. Oh, really? Um, Yeah. I do remember growing up with Doritos that could literally just cut a, you know, cut a slice (laughs) through your mouth. Um, But yeah, so they, they consciously made the corners of Doritos soft. Well, not soft, but rounded. This is from Wikipedia. In the costliest redesign in Frito-Lay history, 
1994, the company spent $50 million to redesign Doritos to make the chips 20% larger, 15% thinner, and rounded the edges of the chip. $50 million? Is that what you said? $50 million. Wow. Wow. So it's expensive to switch things up. I mean, especially if you're manufacturing at that scale. Exactly. So that could maybe be an indicator that there would definitely be some kind of clearer paper trail right? if Quaker Foods had gone through the trouble of changing Cap'n Crunch. It would be in the system. <laughs> you would think it would be in the system. So that could indicate that it's just all in our collective imaginations that it's become smaller. And Jason thinks that's just as likely. I do know that people can collectively have a misconception about something. You know, it's like the Berenstein Bears, right? Right, exactly. The Mandela effect. Yes, the Mandela effect. Yeah. So there was a there was a flavor of nerds, not to se- segue out, but there was a flavor of nerds from the late 80s called hot and cold nerds that people would talk about, people would reference, you know, oh, you remember hot and cold nerds? It was one side was peppermint, the other side was hot cinnamon. And everyone was calling them hot and cold nerds. They were on the Wikipedia, hot and cold nerds. I made it my mission to try to find hot and cold nerds. And it took me a few years, and I would find little bits and pieces. But I finally found them. When I finally found them, they weren't called hot and cold nerds. They were hot and cool nerds. So, And no one remembered them that they were called cool. Huh. That's interesting. So at this point, I almost give up. But I decide to bump the thread with Quaker Foods, and I tell them that I have a deadline and I need to know the answer. And they get back to me pretty quickly. They say, we can confirm that the size of the individual pieces in Cap'n Crunch have not changed and certainly not gotten smaller. (laughs) And then they said, given the tight deadline, unfortunately, we are not able to participate in an audio interview, but if you'd like, we can send you a quick note from the Cap'n himself. Via email. Oh, my God. Yes. Thank you. So this seems like it could be an answer, right? They said, we can confirm that the size of the individual pieces of Cap'n Crunch have not changed and certainly not gotten smaller. But do you guys find anything suspicious about this email from Quaker Foods? It's this certainly not getting smaller. That's weird to me. But And you know that the formula has changed because of the hydrogenated oils. Well, exactly. I just didn't trust this. I'm sorry. They were all very nice to me, but... I I don't trust them. So I decide the only way to know for sure is to get my hands on an old box from the 90s. And I asked Jason if he has a plug. It's the only way to be sure, Billy. So, I mean, would you happen to know where I could possibly obtain a vintage Uh, unopened box of Captain Crunch? You know, one guy um, who you could talk to um, would be... um, this guy's awesome. You know, he's absolutely a fantastic serial guy. Yeah, there he is. Okay, his name is Gabe Fonseca. So I reach out to Gabe. Gabe is like a juggernaut in the serial collecting community. But he's also a successful TV writer and producer. And he gets back to me and he says, I'm just really swamped with a project right now. I'd love to help you, but I can't until the new year. But I'm looking at his YouTube page right now, and I found a video where he opens a box of Cap'n Crunch from the 90s. No. Yeah. Yes. In the 90s, they had Triple Crunch with three separate bags inside, each with a popular flavor. Crunch berries, regular, and peanut butter. Let's take a look. 
It's triple crunch, so it's not just like regular Cap'n Crunch. It's there's one skinny sleeve of regular Cap'n Crunch, one of Crunch Berries, and one of Peanut Butter Crunch. But it's the same Cap'n Crunch that my sister would be remembering from the 90s. And he opened an unopened box of it with the bag, unopened. And here you can see original Crunch Berry cereal with just red berries. It looks bigger. Oh yeah, that looks definitely bigger. Like at least two times bigger. This is a smoking gun. I know, but he said he couldn't help me out. Okay, I have an idea. In this photo, in the screenshot from this video, you can clearly see like a side view of a bunch of the, the, the pillows here. But you can also see there are some like absolute features of the box that we know the scale hasn't changed on. So like the ridges on the top of the bags are all the same, probably the same height. I would venture to guess that he kept this box. He doesn't seem like he would oh, throw yeah, away so, okay, a box. All he has to do then, since this box is right against these things, is measure the captain's head for scale. And then you compare that to the height of one of these pillows. Why doesn't he just measure one? Well, he doesn't have the cereal anymore. I don't know. I think this is enough information to, to measure the size of a, of a crunch. Okay. Well, let me do that. I'll email him right now. All right, so Gabe got back to me. Within an hour, he responded. That is faster than I've ever responded to an email. I know, I kn- right? Even the easy ones. <laughs> I know. He must really be procrastinating a deadline right now. He said, looks like 1.375 inches from the top of his hat to his chin. So he gave me the exact measurement of Captain Crunch's head on the top tab of the box. Of his box from the 90s. Of- Exactly. So let me share this image with you. Okay. Nice. Gabe. Yeah. So he put a clear ruler over the top. You can see the exact measurement of it. So I took the photo he sent with the measurement, and I overlaid that over the top of the screenshot of him from the video where he's holding up the box where he still has the cereal. The cereal is right behind it, sort of on the same plane. So I I overlaid his image on the YouTube image. So once I did that, I moved it and... I also overlaid my own measurement of a current piece of Cap'n Crunch. So here is my Photoshop. Oh, wow. And they're both almost exactly a half of an inch. There's obviously some slight variation from piece to piece in any box, but the variation is so small. And the, the changes between the two pieces I measured is so small that it seems like if you were able to take out all of the pieces from both boxes and average it out that the difference between them, if anything, would be extremely minimal. You know, Pete was saying he thought it should be three to four times bigger. My sister said she remembered it being 50% bigger. It seems like it never was. Damn it. Mandela effect. Okay, so did we solve it? I mean, I think so. We got their official statement. We did our own measuring of the size. And regarding the mouthfeel issue, they said... It's never been crunchier. So it was all just an illusion. Okay, but with the mouthfeel stuff, you had this theory about removing hydrogenated oils from the ingredients. Yeah, I mean, that is the only change I could find in the ingredients. The only thing that might indicate something that changes the way it interacts with your mouth. (laughs) But I asked Quaker about that specifically, and this is what they said. Hey, Billy, unfortunately, we aren't able to share that level of detail on ingredients. We recommend that you refer to the product's packaging 
for the most current list of ingredients. Like we hadn't done that already. (laughs) Yeah, so they're kind of dodging that question, but in terms of the size and the general mouthfeel, I think it's safe to say it's basically the same as it ever was. So, with all this evidence, I returned to Lisa and Pete to deliver, I guess, the bad news that their conspiracy was wrong. Hi. Hi, how you doing? Good. Are are you ready for the answer? I am ready for the answer. I'm sad to say, based on my estimations, Billy, there has been no noticeable change in size. It's not exactly one-to-one. Billy. Yes. It makes no sense that Captain Crunch is this small. You understand that, right? I I know. It seems like an unnatural size for cereal. Okay, but what I'm trying to tell you is I need I need that media email address. Okay, I'll I'll give it to you. They need to be told. Okay. Anyway, sorry, continue. I'm glad you're having an emotional reaction. That's good. You know, that's good for radio. But yeah, no, what I'm trying to tell you is through both the official word from Quaker Foods. And from my independent investigation, it seems like there has been no real change to the size of Captain Crunch, uh, especially since the 90s. Interesting. Are you disappointed? I'm shocked. Um, I mean, I don't know what I'm shocked. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm just surprised. They just seem small, um, and they seem like they should be larger. <laughs> it's just surprising that they haven't downsized them. <laughs> well, I figured it might be kind of a bummer to be told that this may have all been in your head. So, two things. One, Quaker sent me a personal statement from the captain himself. <laughs> <laughs> so i'd like to share that with you now but the second thing is i asked someone very special to do a dramatic reading of it for you so this is the official (laughs) statement from captain crunch with the captain portrayed by podcaster slash serial enthusiast slash professional voice actor justin mcelroy billy Ahoy there. This is your captain speaking. (laughs) I heard you think my beloved Captain Crunch pieces have gotten smaller. Never. All is well in the rolling seas of milk and my cereal has never been crunchier. (laughs) The crunch is calling, so I must away. Oh my God. Captain Horatio Magellan Crunch. (laughs) Billy, that's incredible. So there you have gift you've ever been given, Pete. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Underunderstood is reported and produced by Adrian Jeffries, John Lego Marcino, Billy Disney, and me, Regina Delay. A big thank you to Phil Rivibero, who did custom art for this episode. You can see that on underunderstood.com along with all of the images and things we referenced on the show today. If you have a burning question that the internet can't answer yet, shoot us an email. We're hello at underunderstood.com. We might just look into it. You can find us all over the internet on Twitter, 
on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Reddit, where we're going to start hanging out more. Thanks again. We'll be gone for two weeks for a brief holiday break, but we will be back in your feeds on January 7th.